Welcome back to Lost in Translations. We are talking about Amora. This is by Natalia Borges Blosso and translated from the Portuguese by Julia Sanchez. We listen to this uh, as an audiobook. Narrator Rebecca Mozzo. My guest again is Mary, and we did this book for Pride Month. Yeah. Do you want to explain what it is? It's a short story anthology. There's 33 stories, and it's about women loving women. That's correct. Yeah. Usually romantically, in some way. It spans all different ages of life, from childhood to old age. And then, so the first half of the book, they're longer short stories, and it's it's like short and, no, long and juicy, or... Big and juicy. Big and juicy, and then short and tart is the... Yeah, short stories. The last bit of the book. Yeah. And they're very they're, short. Yeah, they are, they... Because it was an audio book, they're like one minute to three minutes long. Yeah, and they're just like, capture like a moment, really. Yeah. They're like, waking up, and... That's it. Just a <laughs> fragment of time. Yeah, they're hard to talk about. I'm not sure if we can talk much about those as in a review kind of way. Hmm. They're just little snippets and we're on to a next moment. Yes. A different story. Yeah. But I guess they call that kind of flash fiction kind yeah. of thing. It's an interesting style. I think I prefer the shorter stories where I get more from it, where it's more happening. The longer stories. Yeah, those ones. <laughs> short stories. The longer short stories. <laughs> the longer short stories, yes. Yeah. Me too. But I did like the short, short stories too. Yeah. I did, but they're, they're so quick. Like, And when you do it as an audiobook, you don't have much time to process it yeah like you're, you're like oh, oh it's a new story even <laughs> even the longer short story it's had a bit of that like the way the book is the, the audio book is set up is often you don't realize when the new story started and you're like what yeah <laughs> they're doing what now <laughs> and you're like oh it's a different story yeah but there's not much of a pause no there isn't a pause it's just finish the story announce the next story continue going yeah so it was especially like that with the short, short stories. Yeah. Do you want to go through some of these short stories and talk about them? Yes, I guess. <laughs> Do you have other things you want to say? Um, I think if we go through the short stories, then we could kind of expand on the book and talk a bit about it. Yeah, okay. The first story that Sonda is called First Times. Yeah. It's a little high school kind of... Mm-hmm. Infatuation with another woman. Yeah. What would you... Well, she was infatuated with a man. There was a... She was that as well. (laughs) (laughs) She's just trying to discover herself, I think. Yeah, aren't we all? Interesting. Like, way to start it off, like, a woman not sure of what her feelings are. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) It's like... She wants to have sex for the first time, but she's already told people she's had sex for the first time. Yeah. And she's, like, made up this story where... Bad person. Yeah, and obviously a person. (laughs) 
And then she's like, oh, well, now, like, I better go do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah, but the story doesn't match up to, yeah. like, the experience doesn't match up to what she had created in her head. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then she then turns around and then has, gets it on with a woman. Yeah. But also it doesn't match up. Yeah. But probably a more fulfilling experience. Yeah. I think she, like, the way she talked to her about her experiences was interesting. Mm. And she's like, yeah, the first time's never going to match up to your expectations. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Do you want to continue on with that story, or should we move on? I I don't know what else to say. I, like, do people mind spoilers for short stories? It's hard to... Because we've just given away the ending of that one. <laughs> it's hard to talk about a short story collection without, like, talking yeah. a bit about the plot. Because yeah. I think short stories are okay to, like, dive into. Maybe we won't go through all the short stories. Yeah, okay, but maybe we could pick out some of our highlights and talk yep. about it. Okay. Because going through, like, I don't think I can remember all the short no. stories. No. There were de- there were highlights that we should we can discuss. Yeah, definitely. Like, Grandma, Are You a Lesbian? Which yeah. was the third book, the third what short story. the second one? Adriana, Do Not Pass Out. Oh, that was a good one. Do when she to- fell down the stairs... Yeah. Yeah, but then she's like, she's like, tripped down the stairs in front. I think it's her ex girlfriend. Yeah, it was her ex girlfriend. And, and she was talking to another woman. And then she thought they were going to get together. Yeah. And then she f- falls down the stairs. <laughs> and But then she's so embarrassed. And then the the ex rings up and is like, we were talking about how I should get back with you. <laughs> then she's just like, oh well, <laughs> I fell down the stairs in front of you. It's over. Like, we can <laughs> never be together again. <laughs> Which is like, you know. The way we, the way we have this shame in our heads that we would throw away a whole relationship so we don't have to deal with the embarrassment of falling down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. It was amusing. I yeah. like how not all of them were about romance or breakup. Some of them were just yeah amusement. I feel like it runs the whole gamut. Yeah, of different aspects, different parts of the relationships, yeah. different experiences. Yeah. But I really like Grandma, Are You a Lesbian, which was mm. the third one. Yeah. I think that was one of my favourites. Mm. Do, do you want to share about it, <laughs> since it's your favourite? Uh, I don't like talking about books. I find that... You don't like talking about books? What is <laughs> like this podcast? talking about the plot kind of thing. But well, it Don't is... talk about the plot. Talk about how it made you feel. It was about, uh, how old was this narrator? I think she was about 12 or 13, if I remember I'm not sure. Correctly. I thought she might have been older, but I'm not sure. And she was, like, unsure about her own feelings. Mm. But her grandma had an auntie that stayed, didn't live with her, but she was always visiting. Yes. I think the the auntie had a husband. Was it mentioned yeah. at the end it wasn't a real auntie, but they no, called her auntie because, that's right, because she, she was, was always, always there. there. Yeah, I think she went home at the end of the day. Yeah, she did. But every day, they well, every time they go for dinner or something, mm. they, this woman's there as well. Yeah, and I think it was an interesting way to like explore her own trying to decide her own sexuality and mm. discovering her grandma has this 
sexuality that's not really talked about and kind of hidden from everyone. Mm. Yeah. I think that discovering that as a young person could, like, it's a thing to keep secret. Yeah. Like, it sets up this expectation, like, yes, you can take a lover, a female lover, but don't talk about it. Yeah. And how that can shape your sexuality as you grow into it. Ooh. But I think the grandma was quite open about she it. She was very open about it. But then the her lover couldn't be open about it because she had the husband still. Yeah. Like, could she ask, like, she asked her grandmother, oh, can I ask you a question? Mm. And she's like, sure, you can ask me anything. And she asked this question, I think it was about dinner or something. Mm. And the grandmother's like, is that the question you really want to ask? Have mm. you finished asking questions? Yeah. Like, she was ready to have that conversation with the mm. child. Yeah. Next one was called Wild Inside. Do you remember that one? Not really. No. I, like, some of them try to remember what the stories were about. Is a little... We won't mention we won't go the into ones all we of don't them, know. Yeah. But Floor was the next Floor one. Floor was my favourite. Yeah. You want to go through it? Um, there's a word mentioned in this story that I don't know because I'm assuming it's Portuguese. Yeah, and it's, it's a Portuguese A word. slur, maybe? I assume it is. Because it gets a reaction whenever it's used. Yeah. And and I can't even repeat it. I don't know what it is. No. <laughs> but, like, this little girl hears this word said about a person in her neighbourhood who yeah. runs a mechanic. Yeah. And she asks her mum what it is and her mum tells her it means that person is sick. Yeah. And the little girl's like, oh, no, this woman is sick and takes her flowers and <laughs> hopes she gets better. Mm. And obviously that woman is, like, not unwell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they keep and her like, flowers. And, her mum has told her that, you know, you catch the disease from the from rust or something. And this little girl is very concerned about this woman. And, one like, an older friend tells her what it actually means. Mm. And then she's like, oh, are you, are you friends with more boys or more girls? <laughs> and she's like, well, obviously I prefer girls to boys. <laughs> and it's like, well, then you're one of these as well. So she's like, oh, no, I've caught the disease. <laughs> and yeah. And then it ends with an explosion. And the, and the little girl says that the woman looks so beautiful in the light of the explosion. Yeah. So obviously there's a, like this little girl is identifying something. The moment, yeah. <laughs> in this. And I just thought... That it was a beautiful story about this little girl just trying to find her way in the world and what it all means and and how, you know, older people are trying to create meaning where there isn't meaning and yeah. and these falsehoods about disease and... Sexuality, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting the way she thinks she's protecting her mm. daughter by saying, oh, it's a disease. Yeah. Instead of letting her know... Yeah. It's probably a difficult conversation. I don't have really young kids yeah. or any kids. No, no. But <laughs> I feel like as a young person, there were, like, concepts of sexuality around. Yeah. May- like, probably not lesbianism. Maybe. I do remember Maybe not my, over, overhearing this joke that my dad and my neighbour had about lesbians being from Lebanon, which is, like... It's true. No, it's not true. Les like the Lesbos. Lesbos is where the lesbians come from. Yeah. But and I was just like, Oh, what is a lesbian if they're not from Lebanon? Like <laughs> Oh, I must look into lesbianism. Uh, <laughs> but like, um, because I was 
raised Catholic, we talk about the Virgin Mary a lot. So we have this concept of virginity. And for years, I tried to work out what a virgin was because mm. we're always talking about the Virgin Mary. And I, like, I'd be like, Dad, what's a virgin? And he'd be like, it's a woman who's never been married. <laughs> I was like, well, it doesn't make sense because Mary married Joseph, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what we... I'm like, so she was married, so that means she's not a virgin. And the dad's like, no. <laughs> but, like if, you're, like, if you're not married, then you're a virgin, which is obviously what he would hope for in his daughters. But obviously that's not true. I could not be married... And not be a virgin. Yes. But he had created this thing where you had to be married, like, to, like, virginity was something you lost when you got married, that they weren't two separate things. Yeah. That being married was the opposite of being a virgin. And so that's, like, this concept of, you know, sexuality that hasn't been explained correctly and how that so I could do whatever I wanted because I wasn't married. So still technically a virgin. So maybe that backfired on him. Maybe. Did you want to go you'll explain that to him? Maybe I will. I'll have dinner with him tonight and tell him. I mean, obviously I worked it out as I got older. Yeah. Like when I wasn't five. True. Like <laughs> It is weird that they parents tell kids these falsehoods and expect yeah. them to sorted out themselves later in life, but it kind of moulds your thinking in a weird way. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I can't remember. Were there any lesbians around? I don't think so. I mean, maybe there were. I'm not sure. Yeah, you didn't ask them. No, it wasn't on my radar. I'm sure there was some... What did they call them? They're just housemates living, mm. old ladies living in the same house. Yeah. Together. I do remember we had this dressmaker because I was an Irish dancer and this man used to make my dresses and he Ooh. lived in a one bedroom apartment with this other man. Yeah. So, but you know, I'm like in my teens by this point and I was just, I would sit in their house and get measured up and just be like, where do they sleep? Does he sleep on the couch? Like, <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> so, it, it took me a while to sort of work it all out, all yeah. the gay stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think Christianity kind of wants to hide it, and mm. I don't know if it's helpful at all. Mm. Yeah. No, I don't, but, you know, I don't... I don't know how to have know. those conversations. Yeah. I guess if somebody asks you about what a lesbian is, you say it's a woman who loves another woman. Yeah. And you don't tell them it's a disease. I feel like that's a good first step. That definitely is a good first step. Mm. And that, it, you know, sometimes people of the same gender sleep in the same bed. Yeah. Mm. This isn't a podcast about raising kids, so... <laughs> no. I don't think it has to be. No. But I feel like we have our own experiences as children. Yeah. We'll tell all our nieces and nephews. Yeah. I plan to. <laughs> that's what I hope to. I'm like... Yeah, anyway, we won't say anything, but if they listen. <laughs> like, not when, I don't think nieces and nephews will listen. No. Because they're tiny. Yeah. But if their parents listen, they'll be like, they're going to teach our kids about lesbianism, and we'll be banned. I don't think they listen. <laughs> I know Peter listens. Does he? Sometimes. <laughs> All right, the next story was called Boots. I'm trying to remember what Boots was about. No, I don't remember. No. 
but following that was my cousin in town. Yes, that was a good one. That was a really good one. That was about a woman who hasn't come out to her co-workers and her... Or her family. Or her family, yeah. But her partner has decided to go out of town for some event. Mm-hmm. So she's decide- this woman decides she's going to have a... Dinner party. Dinner party and invite some co-workers around just to get to know them better. Mm. But the partner comes home in the middle of a dinner party. Yeah. And she has to try and hide this. Yes. <laughs> and she does. Like, she comes up with a story, this which is, is given like, away in the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is my cousin. And then and her partner goes along with it. She's like, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm her cousin. I, when she came out with that, I... Heard you gasp. <laughs> I just feel like denying your relationship is a really big deal. Yeah, and and I'm in a hetero seeming relationship, so there's less taboo yeah. about it. But you know, there have been times when people have tried to keep me a secret mm. in some way. Yeah, <laughs> and where what well, I was just like, if you can't admit that you're in a relationship with me, then you're not in a relationship with me. Like yeah. it's over. Yeah. I guess in this situation, she doesn't feel... And I feel like often the advice I give is if somebody doesn't admit they're in a relationship with you, then you deserve better. You deserve to be acknowledged. And I take for granted the safety that I have by being in a heterosexual relationship that I can... can You can be, yeah. yeah, I can, like... And obviously there's other issues, like sometimes, like, religious issues, like... Yeah. There are people who are extreme about who people in their family can date mm-hmm. and maybe sometimes you have to lie yeah yeah i don't think this woman was any physical danger no i don't think any of her colleagues would have cared yeah i think i was very surprised how her partner reacted to this yes she was a good sport yeah she's like okay you come out when you're ready mm. and i'm not gonna send in that in the way of that hmm which is very understanding. Yeah. Because I would have ended the relationship. <laughs> oh. If you lie about me, this relationship's over. <laughs> well, I am married to you, so it's hard to... <laughs> I mean, that doesn't mean everyone knows. <laughs> well, it's now on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Next was Dreaming, which I'm trying to remember what that was about. Do you remember Dreaming? No. Should have taken notes. Yeah, we should have, but we were driving at the time. Well, I mean, so. your hands are free. True. Then was Redfield's demons. Oh, yes, the demon story. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> the main character comes home, finds her girlfriend with another woman. <laughs> they break up, and then she goes out to party. Yeah, on Halloween, I think it was. I don't know. People yeah, dress up, dress as, up. <laughs> as vampires and stuff. Like, we were, like, at this point of the story, we were arriving where we were driving to. And so we got a bit distracted as we found the hotel and stuff. And we had to start the story again because I was like, why is there a vampire? (laughs) Yeah, where did these vampires come from? (laughs) So we think it was some sort of fancy dress. Yeah. And then at the, I mean, (laughs) we're just giving away spoilers all over the place. (laughs) But That's true. The the woman that she picks up, she brings back to her house, <laughs> is the same woman that was there with her girlfriend, <laughs> like the day before. Yes. 
<laughs> and I saw this story on TikTok, <laughs> like that week, that weekend as well, where this guy went back to this guy's house and was like, "This place is really familiar." And then he saw the photo on the mantelpiece of him and of the guy and the guy's husband, and went, "Oh yes, I remember now. I came home with him once too." <laughs> Obviously, not the same weekend, um, but yeah. <laughs> yes so that was an inj- a fun i thought it was fun is it it's really um ha- heartbreaking as well but yes anyway yeah quite the twist that we've spoiled for you now i'm trying to avoid going through every story and well, just we don't remember about story. Them all. yeah so i don't want to name them all but were there any other stories you wanted to well i don't remember the name cover? so you have to say them out loud <laughs> so i remember it's just a long list that's all is th- that one when about the two old women one's like got dementia but the other one that's the dementia one. Like that? they're out gardening. It's like two older women and they're gardening, but one of them can't walk and the other is getting dementia and they don't know what will happen to them. Yeah, is which it, one is that one? I thought it was Marilia Wakes Up, but I'm not sure. I think so. That could be it. I'm maybe confusing stories. Yeah. And then, be- is that, uh, I don't know if this because is. Because we didn't write any notes. There was a story about two, they asked their niece to come over and they're like, maybe it's the one when they're. I don't know. I'm com- combining two stories, I think. <laughs> There's a story about two old people gardening. Yes. And one can't walk and the other's got the beginning of dementia. Yes. And then there's another story with two old women and they ask their niece to witness their marriage because they're worried if one dies, the other will get kicked out of the house and the family will claim it. Yes. And leave them with nothing. Yeah. I think they were two different stories. And they were former nuns or something? Yeah, they... they met each other at a convert yeah. and decided to... To live together. Live and they together. were together for 60 years. Yes. But, like, people just didn't acknowledge... Like, they knew, but they didn't talk about it. Yeah, that's... I don't remember names, so... There's some... I, I think there's just a lot of interesting moments and stories captured. Mm. Yeah. And I, I really like the ones where it's older women, mm. like, Living their life and yeah. not worrying too much about what their parents, what their family thinks, or mm. what, just try to make sure that their partners looked after. Yeah, but then there's that one, the God one, when it's like a testimony from somebody that's God, found God. Me, yeah, she's found God. She was a drug addict. She was on the street, and then she started a relationship with a person. And this person saved her and was a blessing from God and an angel. Yes. And then she invites that person on stage and it's another woman. And the crowd is like, oh. <laughs> they're like, oh, but she found God. So, uh, <laughs> they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I thought that was a good one too. Yeah. It's like, it just captures so many different themes and different elements of life. And I think it's a pretty powerful co- collection of stories. Yeah. Aunties, I think, were the two women that yes. left the convent. Yep. Okay. I can't remember too sure, but just looking through the list of them, trying to remember. Yeah. But all in all, I, I think it was just nice to go through and have those experiences, different types of relationships, and mm. not all of it was sad. <laughs> no. There was a lot really of joyful. Hope and a lot of joy. And some of them were sad. Yeah. 
but they captured a lot of different experiences, and I think that's what mm. I enjoyed the most about this collection. Yeah. And then there's that story where they're writing the letter to an ex-lover. You remember that one? It was an email. It's like, oh, you know, I can't sleep, so I've decided to send you an email, even though we haven't spoken in years. Yes. And then she's like, I'll come see you now. And then she's like, no, moving back to France. Bye. (laughs) That was... (laughs) I like that one. Um, Because she, like, shares this wild story. about She was, like, living in France for a while. She, like, went over for a holiday, fell in love with a couple. Yeah. And then maybe she's pregnant. Like... (laughs) And then she like, left the country. She was, like, worried they were going to come and steal this baby, even though she's not pregnant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she didn't move back to France, did she? She didn't went it, to like, Belgium the, or, or somewhere. somewhere. She went somewhere. Because I don't think she went back to where the couple were. But yeah. she was going on another uh, trip. Yeah. Three months. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the, the, the person responded. Like, it's it seems like this woman had sent, like, multiple emails in a row. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, like, I'll come over Wednesday. And we can talk. And we can catch up and I'll make sure you're okay. Yeah. And she's like, no, bye. Yeah. I've gone. Yeah. I've got life to live. Yeah. So, they're just, like, reaching out to, you know, old lovers. Yeah. Yeah. And what was the other? There was another one. Um, When she tells us, like, they're playing a game of never have i ever or something i don't know they're getting drunk and then one of them tells this story about hooking up with a woman while she was in america oh yeah and everybody's like oh you're meant to be the chaste one yeah Yeah, you're the good one you're the innocent one (laughs) so i like that yeah i i really enjoyed this collection just because there was so much yes yeah and so many different experiences that's right i loved it i I thought it was beautifully written yeah like the prose is great i don't think i've read much from portuguese before no if anything oh i have read brazilian books before this was very different to my last brazilian (laughs) book yes but definitely recommend it for people interested in more queer literature yeah especially queer translations yes yeah if you're into lesbians, it's great. <laughs> if you're into lesbians. You mean the literature or just lesbians? Just in lesbians general? in general. <laughs> I feel like this will capture your interest. Yeah. Hmm. Are you reading anything else for? For Pride the Month. Pride Month, yeah. No? No. I'm um I don't read as fast as you. Okay. So That's all right. Read um, as fast as you want. I'm still reading my book from China from February. Yes, I'm also reading a collection of stories by um, Indigenous Australians called Flock. Uh, and I'm also reading a graphic novel by a Lebanese author. Because yes. Lebanon is the author, is the, one of the countries for Invisible Cities. I think that's everything I'm reading. I tried to do a little bit more with Pride Month this year. Mm-hmm. But not all of it was translated. Okay. Like I read Carmen Maria Machado. I really loved that in the Dreamhouse book so much that mm. I went and read her short stories as well. Yeah. So that's an American book, but I really love her writing. Yeah. But I'm also reading Infidels by Adela Tayar, and that's a Moroccan book. Mm. He's a... 
I think he was somewhere said he was the first openly Muslim queer writer or something like in Morocco to be translated or mm. something like that. Okay. Or just in general. So reading his book, and uh, that's translated by Alison Strayer. So checking out that. Cool. Hopefully, I'll get time to do more. Hopefully, there's still some days there's left. Still, in June. yeah. Okay, thanks for listening. Thank you. And make sure you check out all our links to our social media and... Leave a review. Leave a review would be useful as well. And also, if you want to support us, we have links to Patreon with different benefits based on how much you support. Exciting. Check out the different tiers and see what might suit you. And that'll be very useful to pay for... The hosting and all that kind of expenses. Yes. Yeah, we need the money. (laughs) I'm editing that out. Oh. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. If you want to support Lost in Translations, please go to patreon.com forward slash translations pod and all money there will help support the show. And please remember to subscribe. And while subscribing, please rate the show. This will help others find the podcast. All our links to social media are in the show notes and you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and Let's See under Translations Pod. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Walgarukaba and Bindal people. We acknowledge their ownership of this land and all the traditional owners in Australia and acknowledge their care of the land. This is a Macaulay Flower production. <laughs>